Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. We're here on the Common Sense Show with uh, my old friend, and I would call her a colleague because we have vested interests in common, uh, Virginia Farver from uh, the original home of the jewel of the Ickley Empire, Agenda 21, uh, Virginia Farber. She lives in Fort Collins, and Fort Collins has been the eye of the storm, at least in the early days of a lot of the stuff that's happening to us. The 15-minute cities concept that I've been talking about, by the way, they're trying to make Arizona the first 51, excuse me, the first 15-minute state, and they're trying to sneak in the legislation, and I'm really revealing this today, and I understand I'm making a lot of enemies at the state capitol. That's okay. But uh, this is all related to what Virginia has been exposing for years. But since the tragic loss of her son, uh, she became a crusader for the truth about the dangers of 5G and these electromagnetic fields. And we're finding out more and more about the physical effects. So we're going to divide this interview up into two parts. Number one, I'm going to have Virginia comment on uh, the physical effects, and then we're going to get into two pieces of legislation that have happened. One is positive, and one is horrific. And uh, the the bottom line is, is I'll say this as an aside, I have covered the events on Maui to a high degree. I can't prove directed energy weapons, and they're keeping people out. We could go in there, do soil samples, find thermite and other things associated with directed energy weapons. But I'm convinced after you hear this interview with Virginia, you'll agree with my conclusion. Directed energy weapons may have started what happened because they don't want them to proliferate because they leave signature evidence. So they want to minimize that. And then these uh, fires started because of technology that's being imposed upon us. And they are fire accelerants. And we're going to have Virginia talk all about that. Virginia, I'm glad you could join us. Uh, it's always informative when you come on. But let's start with the symptoms. You brought up to me in our pre-interview uh, uh, that um, burning the skin and so forth is a side effect. Can you talk about that for a minute? Uh, sure. Um, 5G or millimeter waves, they are exactly what the active denial system is for the military. So, like I said, when when you hear the term deploy, you know, this is all military infrastructure they're putting in on us. And uh, it will cause your skin to burn, which will over time lead to many, many skin cancers. And it will lead to blindness because it will literally, I mean, your eyeballs, your eyeballs are, you know, very, very susceptible to this stuff. And it will cause massive amounts of blindness in this country. Well, that's true. People that get too much sun get more cataracts. Right. I mean, you're exactly where I see that. Uh, so burning the skin, and this is something I'd asked you about uh, before we came on. I know some targeted individuals, and don't laugh out there in the audience. I've met a lady. She's from Wickenburg. She's now moved out of state. Her, she had a husband who was prominent in the uh, defense industry. And he, when they got divorced, she maintains that she became targeted. I've seen the lesions, the wounds, the damage to her. I've seen it in person. She and I met at the uh, Arizona Breakfast Club, hosted by my friend Ernie Hancock, and uh, she and I have maintained contact through the years, and she is a victim of what we call targeted individuals. Could you address that? Is it possible for these this technology, 5G cell towers, other devices that could target people and burn their skin intentionally? 
Absolutely. And there are actually lawsuits that are going to be coming out uh, for targeted individuals. So, yes, I mean, this stuff, I mean, look what's happened in all these embassies and things, and they can never come up with the cause of, of what's making these people sick. Well, I'm telling you what's making them sick. I mean, this is invisible, and and it, it just, you know, they can get away with it. That's the problem. Yeah, the first time I ever heard about this, it's interesting you'd bring this up because I just made the connection from what you said. Back in the 70s, I remember reading about people in the U.S. Embassy in Moscow that were getting sick all the time, and they were suffering from some of the side effects we're going to talk about. So the Russians were doing this to our people a long time ago. Um, but that's really that's fascinating. Okay, so burning the skin in targeted individuals, the retinas at risk, um, are there any other disruptions to the body that can happen? Well, it's, you know, it's cumulative. So, of course, you know, over time, the more of this stuff you get, the more damaging it becomes to your body. And and I believe will lead to a lot of cancers. It, it damages the DNA. And uh, so, I mean, it's actually I was on a I was telling you I was on a Zoom meeting the other day with uh, some of these really high powered attorneys and they were talking about this and you know um and they confirmed everything so they they know what's going on and it's just trying to get it stopped that's the hard part yeah absolutely i understand um there's a plan right now to take these lethal devices that can cause brain cancer and all these other things and unfortunately you found this out the hard way with the loss of your son when he was attending san diego state but um, they want to take this technology and they want to localize it. They want to bring the danger to everybody. What's How are they justifying putting mini cell towers in people's yards every three to four homes? Well, um, right now there's a very, very dangerous bill. And some of these attorneys were talking about how evil this this is. Uh, one of the attorneys says he's... Uh, dealt with cell towers for 30 years and it's h this bill is hr 3557 and it's and it's a federal bill and they want to take all local control away from all the local authorities so that means that telecoms can come in and put antennas or cell towers up anywhere they please anywhere and violate your property rights correct are they using the laws that allow the uh, uh, Internet providers to do the same thing like Cox? Um, you know, I don't know about that. I would assume so, yes. Okay. And like I said, this is and, – and probably people are seeing these uh, towers going up all over. They look like really nice – decorative power you know um light poles going up in your city but these are the 5g towers that they're putting up and and i wanted to kind of mention something about these cell towers because you know um what happened in maui i I think this is just going to continue and it's going to get worse because um the cell towers themselves have uh, smart meters in them and every carrier that has antennas on that tower um uh you know, are, are connected to all this and the smart meters, uh, have no fuses within them and they're very susceptible to electrical fires. So whenever the power shut off or comes on or whenever there's a surge, an overload of electricity can happen. So this is what I want to tell people. And this is what's happening with the smart meters on your homes too. And it says historically, and we, I've known this for years, you know, there was a group out of, uh, uh, let's see, where was it? It was back east somewhere a few years ago. They tested 600 cell towers and there was one cell tower that was in compliance with, with FCC guidelines. But historically towers have, you know, poor maintenance and connector corrosion at the power source. And so it can cause arcing. And this is the same thing that's in the smart meters. And when this arcing happens, these uh these arcs can go up to 4000 degrees and within a half a second is what i'm told and so the electric fire um from inside these towers can go to the outside so this is why um we've got to stop I- i'm 
everybody, and this is what the attorneys all said, if we can just urge as many people as possible to get hold of your legislators and tell them to stop this HR 3557 and demand that they do not pass this law. This is the one that will bring like these portable cell towers to your front yard. Right. I mean, it, it basically gives telecoms just a free, they can do whatever they want. Okay. Uh, this is so important. I just wrote myself a note to ask you a question. Um, have you been on Doug Hagman's show? No. Have you been on Sarah Westall's show? No. What about Paul Preston? No. I can fix that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Great. They're, they're three of the biggest shows that are out there. Uh-huh. Right now. And, um, I'm good friends with all three. In fact, actually, I'm interviewing Sarah later today and, uh, we're, we're talking about, uh, uh, the Breger report, which is very disturbing. It's about, uh, Sinaloa and Chinese money laundering operations that are controlling many of Arizona's politicians. And, uh, it's not fly by night. It's a hundred, uh, in 20,000 page report with 20,000 affidavits. And it's done by a former RICO investigator. So she's big time. She, uh, I think they'll be very interested in this because this is serious stuff. Um, I want to go back to some of the effects here so people understand the importance of HR 3557. Um, you mentioned to me before we came on the air that cell towers can be like smart bombs. I'll tell you where my mind went. Do you remember reading about electric vehicles at sea level? And how their batteries are exploding. Yes. I suspected there, there's something similar going on there, but, but anyway, smart meter bombs. Okay. Tell people how they should be concerned about their smart meter because it's an explosive device and then address whether or not this can be triggered remotely. Uh, yes, I actually found this a few years ago. It's 2017, and there was a gentleman by the name of Nathaniel Rubin uh, that spoke in front of the UK Parliament, and uh, it says hackers could turn your smart meter into a bomb and blow your family to smithereens. And it goes on and it talks about how dangerous the devices are. And he says this, uh, smart meter rollout is, is by, it's just reckless endangerment. And it says hackers could infiltrate, um, inner, internet connected meters and they can control all all your smart devices. Of course, we've known that. Um, but they're just very, very, their smart meters are completely exposed to hackers. And so they can get away with this stuff. And they, it goes on to talk about, um, basically it says all meters of the same utility use the same APN credentials. And it says that, uh, one key to rule them all. So I, I have. What do you mean by one key to rule them all? They've got, they've got encryptions that all they have to do is figure out the encryption and they can, they can do whatever they want to with these meters. They can shut off your appliances. They can explode your home. That's, they can do whatever they want. The, that's the climate change application. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have read about this. This has actually been in mainstream media journals. Uh, when the smart meters first came out, I remember reading that they want to control your energy expenditure. So if you're in Phoenix and it's 110 degrees at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and you think you're going to wash your clothes run your dishwasher, and crank your air conditioning down to 70 degrees, they're going to put a stop to that. And remotely, they can control your temperature. They can control how many devices you're using in your home, okay, and at what level you can use them. And this was, gosh, Virginia, this might have been 20 20 years ago at least. Mm -hmm. Maybe 25 years ago I read this. Uh, So is that true? Is that technology here today? Oh, absolutely. You know, they've, they've got all of it. And actually, Katie Singer, she wrote the book, An Electronic Silent Spring for Me, came out. Um, she does studies and does, uh, she talked to some electrical engineers and they were talking about the loads that these, and I'm going to talk about another fire hazard that we're going to have coming. Um, electric cars, they said the, the grid, the, the current grid cannot handle 
electric cars being charged and then people using the air conditioners at the same time. And it will lead to an overload to the transmitters. And they said the transmitters, um, with the old grid uh, lasted between 30 and 40 years. Now our transmitters are going to last three to four years. So that's going to be another fire hazard that we've got to um, deal with. And, um, you know, it, it, it just said this grid, this grid cannot handle this overload. And of course they want to get rid of all the power plants on top of it. So it's, it's craziness, but I, um, it also went on to say that, um, uh, Air conditioners, uh, the electric cars, when people charge them, they use three to four times the amount of energy that that it would for air, an air conditioner on your home. Yeah. I remember when Biden came into office, or he was actually campaigning. He said, we'll have a, a, a seamless transition between old technology and new. In other words, fossil fuels for electric cars, for example. And he said, we'll have a seamless transition. His transition was one day because his first day in office, he canceled the Keystone Pipeline. And I look at that and I'm just saying they don't really care about providing electric vehicle. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time availability it's a cover for doing away with gasoline powered cars that's what i think right and i i don't know if people have been uh, noticing like here in fort collins where i live and it was just announced in denver our lovely governor um they want to start getting rid of uh, gas stations. So, and we've already, I've got three of them, or Collins that I'm aware of that are now gone. So, you know, they're going to force us into this stuff. That's what I, I'm thinking. Interesting. So what reason do they give to get rid of gas stations? Because cars are still on the road. They just, they want to get rid of them and they want to force us into these electric cars. I, I'm convinced of it. Well, but there's the grid cannot handle everybody going out and buying an electric car. There's just no way. That's not the objective. Right. Um, and 
it, see, this goes into so many areas that we're seeing come out of the UN. Tucson, and they're hiding it. They have passed a resolution by the city council, five to nothing vote, that they are now a 15-minute city. Now, they haven't implemented it yet, but they have passed it. And, Virginia, this is how much trouble I had finding this. I had a guy, pretty prominent, he calls me from Tucson. He says, Dave, how come you're not reporting on the fact that we're a 15-minute city? And I said, I had no idea. So he said, well, yeah, he said the city council passed it. So I should be able to go to the city website and find that, right? Right. And I'm a reasonably good researcher. So I went there, and I spent about a half hour putting in every conceivable search term you could come up with. Nothing, nothing related to this. So then I went to Google, of all things, and I put in Tucson and 15-minute city legislation. Went right to the article that's on the city website, but you can't access it by just going to it. That's how they're hiding it. It's keyword search available on a search engine, but it's not available on their search engine, and you're not going to find it when you look for it. They have it as a hidden file. So they're they're hiding what they're doing. But these 15-minute cities, to your point, they want us out of the gasoline cars. They want us out of all cars. Mm-hmm. What I what I have discovered, Scottsdale's going into this now too. They're actually going to shut off certain streets to cars. And what we're finding here is it's um, they want these walkways, they want the bike lanes, and they say we're going to block cars to most areas of the city. Uh, you're assuming maybe emergency vehicles, uh, but. Um, and everything's going to be run by AI. So this is why I'm telling you this. What, what does AI have to do with what we're talking about? I, I just think it's just com- complete control of us. That's all, that's all they care about. And if they can kill us, I think they want to get away with it. And if not, like I said, they're going to control who's ever left. And so, and this is going to be the way they're going to do it. Did you know that our lifespan since the advent of the lockdowns has gone down by three years? Right. 79 to 76. We're below Cuba now. Right. We're, we spend 10 times more on medicine and healthcare than the rest of the world combined. And yet we're 51st in lifespan. Right. Do you feel that our, do you feel this is intentional? Absolutely. You know, um, all this wireless stuff that I'm talking about, one of the first symptoms that will appear is depression. And, you know, our kids are sitting in schools with laptops and industrial Wi-Fi, which was, it's, it's a lot worse. I mean, I, I've heard it can, it can fry a child's, uh, girl's ovaries within days. Really? Um, oh yeah, absolutely. So there's a birth control aspect to this. Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, there's a gal that works for the Embar- Environmental Health Trust, and they went out and test- tested Wi-Fi in the schools compared to coffee shops. And she said it was a thousandfold higher in the schools. So, like I said, when I say industrial wi- Wi-Fi, that's exactly what they're doing. So I-, I tell parents, in no time in history has it been more important to have your kids out of the schools. Yeah. What What do you think the intention is behind this? You look at motivation. What's your guess? I, 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 I think they want to get rid of, of, uh, the population. That's what my personal opinion is. So they're starting with the age of kids where their brains are most, uh, vulnerable. Right. And I actually got a report, oh, about two months ago where, um, it's about, uh, all of this wireless stuff and children. And they're actually seeing uh, uh, deformities and changes within uh, uh, newborn babies because the moms have carried their cell phones on their bellies and in their pockets. I, I, I am not kidding you. This it's it's just it's it's so bad. I, I it. It's just unbelievable. And it's going to be up to the parents. I mean, I was telling Dave earlier, I was telling you earlier today that, um, you know, I won that lawsuit, uh, with this children's health defense on August 13th of 2021. And they were supposed to, it was 11,000 pages of harm by wireless radiation that they were supposed to go through. Never went through it. 
So um, about, oh, two months ago, the attorneys filed again against the FCC and wanted to give them a time limit in which to to start looking at this evidence. And guess what? The FCC is ignoring court mandates now. That's happening across the board. Across the board. And I've said this, and I told you this the last time, every three-letter department within our federal government is now weaponized against the American people. That's true. Uh, mm-hmm. And literally weaponized. They're 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 being yes. given guns. Yes. Um, I guess when they audit your taxes, they got to do it at gunpoint now. Well, uh, I, I actually know a gentleman that lived in Tennessee that was contacting the FCC. This was five or six years ago, and Dave, the there were three guys from the FCC that came out to his property to talk to him. They were all armed. All of them. That opens up a can of worms. Yes, it does. Um, Yep. Okay, so you had 11,000 pages of harm with this. You know, the mainstream media, they advertise big pharma, they advertise big tech, and particular, um, it'll be technology devices. So that's why we're not hearing it there. It's not running in their interest. Um, you mentioned also, too, uh, you have found out as a result of your work on a related feature that farmers' insurance is denying coverage for things related to what we're concerned about. You want to talk about that? Uh, yes. All state insurance and, and, um, state farm insurance, uh, all state left the state of California, uh, state farm, announced oh a month or so ago that they will no longer uh provide coverage for home or business fires and so last week out of uh florida farmers insurance has now um announced that they will no longer cover uh for natural disasters caused by climate change yeah and as i told you before we came on air how do you quantify climate change as a causative agent. Um, where's the research? And here's what I mean by this. And I'm actually, that's a rhetorical question. Let me explain what I mean. For you to have a cause and effect relationship, you have to do experiments where you have an experimental group, a control group, where you account for the placebo effect and, and compounding variables. And then you, you do the research, has to be double-blind study, so you don't have prejudice entering into it. And then you have your conclusion. At the end, and this is something, I and I don't mean to bore people, but listen to me. You can't base your conclusions on one study for anything unless you see this formula at the end of the research. It says P equals less than 0.05, or is less than 0.05. You have the less than sign. Okay, P equals, and what that means is this, is that if you do this research over again using identical conditions, you have less than a 5% chance that your results are due to luck. And that means you've got good research. This is why you have to do the same research over and over to get the same result, because then your P equals less than figure uh, now has meaning. Does that make sense to you, Virginia? Yes. And And so what I'm saying to you is when they make these statements that, we're not going to cover fires related to climate change. Okay. What? See, I think they should be taken to court for this because they should be able to have to stand before a judge and show research. And then the plaintiff would have their expert witness, say someone like me, who would say, okay, what's your P factor? Um, what kind of study? Do you do double blind? If you're doing cause and effect, you got to do double blind. What are your probabilities? Um, and, and we're never seeing this ever discussed, are we? No. And, and the Florida, the, the uh, farmers out of uh, Florida, they don't want to cover any natural disasters. So this uh, from climate change. So th- they are, they're talking about flooding, hurricanes, they're talking, you know, fires. It doesn't matter. And I find that this is really a kind of a coincidence since now we've got the fire in Maui. And people don't understand, too, and this is what's going on. We had the fires in Boulder a couple of years ago. And I talked to a gentleman that uh, 
you know, a few of the homes that were left behind, literally the city of Boulder came in and took all the smart meters off the homes that were left behind. So that was a clue to me. And well, what also, do you think? Were they, was that covering up so they couldn't discover a causative agent? Yeah. Well, um, I actually, I've got pictures of a, a house fire here in Fort Collins that we took pictures of. And immediately the smart meter was, you can tell that's exactly where the fire started. And they took the smart meter off of the home before any investigation can start. So in other words, they might find uh, not, they won't be able to find out that the smart meter could be a combustible agent. Right. And this is what the utilities are doing. But um, what we're finding about insurance is, uh, yes, a lot of the people in, in Boulder had, in, had uh, insurance, but what you have to have anymore, it's called replacement cost insurance. Because I think a lot of these people probably bought their homes 20 years ago and have it insured for five or 600000 But now um, the city of Boulder passed all these new green zoning uh, laws, so it it actually adds another hundred thousand onto the cost of rebuilding, and most people will not be able to afford to um, rebuild their homes. I need to make a note of this. This is I never had thought of this. So you're saying the environmental restrictions on a new home that weren't present when they bought the home will drive the cost of the home up by a hundred thousand? Correct. My gosh. Okay. And, and people are finding out to have their homes rebuilt, you know, it's in excess of over a million dollars now, and they just don't have that kind of ins- insurance. So if, if people really want to ins- make sure that they're fully insured, you have to ask for replacement cost insurance, and that's probably cost prohibitive for most people. You're going to make me go check my policy when we're done with this interview. <laughs> Right. Um, replacement cost. Yeah. That really goes to Maui. Mm-hmm. Some of those homes are 140, 150 years old. So now if you have to rebuild them with the green initiatives, especially with the cost of Hawaii real estate, the cost would be astronomical. Absolutely. 150 years ago, um, Maui wasn't a desired destination. It wasn't a vacation spot. The cost of land has, I can't even imagine how much it's gone up. The other thing I'm going to, I say too, and I'm kind of going off the beaten path and I'll return to 5G in a second, but I've concluded with Maui that there was an intent to increase the amount of people that died. I don't think it's a coincidence they kept the kids home from school. I think there's as many as three or 400 dead kids that have not been recovered. Um, I don't think that's an accident. And then um, I talked to a fireman who tried to tap into three fire hydrants, and they didn't have water. The warning systems didn't work. And they don't have an explanation for it. The developers have been lining up to try to grab Lahaina, and the governor did away with this developmental council that would have allowed the protection for the people in West Maui. I could go on and on and on, but I, but here's why I think they're trying to drive up the death curve. A couple things. One is the Red Cross and FEMA, which only have minimal presence on the island, and they're giving no meaningful relief. They are blocking life-saving medications. And there are people now that for as long as this crisis has gone on, they don't have their insulin. They don't have their heart medication. That's going to drive up the death curve. And also, too, because there wasn't warnings and so forth, and the road was blocked out of Lahaina. We know that now. Uh, they wanted people to die. In Virginia, here's why I think they do. They don't want people. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. People who survive a crisis to rebuild, kill off the family, and it goes to the heirs probably living in the mainland, and they're not going to want to go to the expense and hassle of rebuilding. They'll just sell off to the developers. Right. 
And Jeff Bezos came in and offered $100 million to make Lahaina a smart city now. I mean, it's really clear what the intent is. So we're I'm telling you this story because that level of evil is matched in this field, isn't it? Yep. How dangerous is it for you as a homeowner under this bill that will allow unbridled placement of cell towers, mini cell towers in your front yard? How dangerous is it? It's it's very dangerous. I mean, this is just going to add to the load of everything. And, like, it, it just, it, it leads to such a huge risk. And, you know, people need to understand what's going on. And, and that's why I'm begging for help for people to call your legislators in your area and and tell them that you do not want this bill to pass. And, you know, uh, we've already got the smart meters. And I, I don't know if I ever mentioned this to you too, Dave. Um, have you ever heard of the GCOM? No. Okay. This is the Global Covenant of Mayors. Uh, Michael Bloomberg in the United Nations started it. And of course, in, uh, 2019, the UN and the World Economic Forum partnered. So it's all under the, the, umbrella of the world economic forum now but all of our mayors along the front range belong to this and uh it's it's really bad and this is how they're getting a lot of this stuff through in our local communities it's a new organization there was um there's like the national association of government a governor's uh, association and they subdivided into regions and there was, I forget what they called it, but it was like a council of mayors organization, uh-huh. but it didn't, it wasn't global. So are you saying that they're doing the GCOM? This isn't just the United States, it's the United States plus across the world. It's global. Yep. Okay. And pretty much all of the um, uh, mayors along the front range of Colorado belong to it. Okay. Do you hear the term C40 attached to this? Yes, and uh, Fort Collins has, oh, I printed it out a year or so ago. It's their new plans, and they mention this, and it's about climate change and, you know, the same old stuff over and over again. C40, and they're just not going to stop. C40 is the genesis of 15-minute cities. Right. Um, C40, they have it slated to go into about 1,200 cities in America. Right. Um, this has also been hidden. People, this has already been at the White House lawn and the East lawn in April of 2023. And I saw the video. Uh, Biden gave out awards to people in the C40, but you could watch this presentation, not have a clue of what he was talking about. I mean, we didn't even know what C40 was. You're making cities resilient. You're a force for good for the future. Okay. Well, what are they doing? Well, he avoided telling it's 15 minute cities getting rid of your cars and so forth. He avoided all that. So this GCOM, this is how they're bringing in the C40? Mm-hmm. Yes. And they've got, and it's the number four. It's invest for cities, um, innovation for cities, and data for cities. And Google is the ones that are going to, they have control of all the data within our cities. Who decided that? I found this years ago, and I, I'm telling you, I, I looked at it, and I'm just like, you can't make this stuff up. I mean, it just, it, 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 it's just the tentacles that go everywhere. And so basically, I've said this for months now that um, we don't have a federal government anymore. It's, it's, we're being run by the United Nations and the World Economic Forum, and Joe Biden and Obama and and Clintons, they're all behind this. Well, yeah, they're subservient to it. I remember in debate number two, when uh, Biden was debating Trump, and he said, we're going to build back better. And and I remember hearing that, and I wasn't really well-versed on Klaus Schwab at the time in 2020. And I thought, build back better from what? We just had the three best years in economic history of America. What are we building back better from? And then as I started talking this out, I said, they're going to destroy America and then build it back the way they want it. That's well, what we're looking at. And, and got, so you're right about WF. Joe Biden was embracing Klaus Schwab terms in the campaign, and no one understood what he was talking about. Dave, we've got, they actually have something called Build Back Better World. 
<laughs> so it's all it's all part of it. And I knew the Build Back Better was part of the UN. It was all wording that came from the UN. Uh, right after the election, I found that. So, yep. So when we say world, does that mean like Third World War, nuclear destruction? I, 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 I probably. I I have no idea. And you know, and I, I've been warning people about the DFC, the De- um, Development Finance um, uh, uh, Corporation, and that's that's the international. Um, and so that's a new that came under the Build Act. And so with that, with that said, this is how they're taking our tax dollars and they are paying. We, we are giving all our tax dollars to low and middle income, uh, countries to pay for COVID vaccines and for 5G and for all this renewable energy stuff. I mean, you, you can't make it up. It's crazy. You know who Yerdin is, don't you, Dr. Yerdin? Uh huh. Um, former VP in charge of research for uh, Pfizer. Yes. Yeah. In case people haven't heard it, I'm sure you've heard it. He said the vaccines were developed to kill people. This isn't side effects. This is deliberate attack. Right. Okay. I just wanted to point that out. So let me, let me connect some dots here because so much of this stuff is frequency based. I have to ask this question, even though it may sound crazy. Are the vaccines triggered for the health effects by 5G frequencies? Yes. You didn't even hesitate. No. I thought that I thought it was a silly question. No, uh, honestly, Dave, when they said the day that COVID came out, I wasn't even afraid of the COVID at all. But what I was afraid of was all of a sudden they were deploying the 5G. And so, yeah, that's, uh, I was more afraid of the 5G, a lot more afraid. And, and, and the, the attorneys that I was on this Zoom meeting with the other day, they said these 5G towers are basically Roman candles on a big stick. So every time you see one of those, like I said, they're just going to add to these firestorms. And, uh, yeah, it's not, it's to send you advertisement. We do not need any more communication equipment anywhere. That's, that's a problem. So, you know, I, I talked to someone who watched a Navy drone flying over Lahaina and the uh, video was not classified yet. And he watched a replay of it and he had a fire expert over. This guy's a great, been a great source of mine, high ranking military retired. And he said that um, he was disturbed when he watched it. He said, this fire is moving in ways we don't understand. And um, so he had this fire expert over and they watched a couple of blocks or actually a few blocks just poof all at once. He said there wasn't the progression and you can have flames leap, but you can see that it was just gone one second, several blocks. People had no chance to get out. Um, but what I've concluded is I think this was started by directed energy weapons but you can't, enough is known about them now that if they'd used, uh, dues all the way through Lahaina and up and down the coast, there would be signatures. You'd have thermite and other chemicals associated with the due process. And that would be a smoking gun that this was a false flag. But if you just started the fires with do, you'd have a limited debris field of evidence. Does that make sense? Right. And uh, then, and then I think that what we're looking at here when my, Source told me he saw entire blocks go up. I believe it's the smart meter effect you're talking about. Right. And, and you would never know because the fire's so intense, you probably wouldn't hear the smart meters going off. Um, the other thing that uh, people need to realize is too is that with the chemtrail uh, spraying, you know, with aluminum, um, I was told this uh, by an expert that. Um, it's basically it, it puts a light coating of uh, gasoline on all the all the foliage around your area, so that also because helps of the residue that, dropping, right? Correct. The aluminum, the barium, and so forth. The, are correct. they fla- are they flammable? Correct. That, the the aluminum. Okay. The, the aluminum is very flammable, and it actually makes fires burn hotter. 
So that's another thing to know. Virginia, Uh I have to tell you this. A few of the contacts I've had from Maui, because as I've reported on people in Maui who have internet will come to me and I'll say this. One of the things that I've heard is a few days before this event, the skies over Maui were heavily chemtrailed. Uh Have you heard that? Uh, No, but it wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I've been told that. Sorry. And now it makes sense. See, it makes sense because what goes up must come down. And if that's flammable material, that would serve as an accelerant on the fire. Right. And, you know, and the other thing that people need to be aware of, um, you can get on the NOAA website. That's the National Oceanographic Atmospheric Administration. And you can look up and type in weather modification reporting. And they actually will have a list of things that they can do for weather modification. And some of it is to create these, these massive windstorms. And, and I find that very curious. It, see, it happened in Boulder, it happened in California, and now, now it's happened in Maui. Well, the high winds push the fires, too. Right. That's exactly, and it's all, you know, uh, I've lived in Colorado my whole life. Boulder, Colorado has always been known for high winds. They've yeah. always, I can remember when I was growing up, they'd have 80, 90 mile an hour winds. Not every day, but they would. And now all of a sudden, we get a high wind, and now it's all this devastation from these fires. So I think, I think personally, Dave, I think that they are probably using do and it's probably starting the system. You know, it probably hits the cell towers, then goes onto the smart meters and it just, and it's just a whole system that will just ignite and just blow up. And, uh, this is why, and it happens very quickly. And I, I think this is why you're seeing where a lot of people are not surviving this. You know, we don't even have to go down this route that we're going down for the American people to see that Maui's the poster child for government indifference to their well-being. Um, but when we add this in, this is a pre-planned murderous event. No question. The, the other thing I find very curious is, okay, uh, look at the land prices in California. Boulder's an exclusive, expensive area to live in. Maui, all of this, I mean, that's why when you talk about a land grab, I have no doubt about it that this is what it's for. Well, it's not alone. Let, let me tell you about three areas. I've been afraid of possible volcanic activity in Yellowstone, but as I found out, it's not true. I've talked to one geologist in, in particular, but I've talked to several And she told me she's now retired, but she said in my teaching position, if I could talk about Yellowstone and exaggerate the threat, like, what do you mean exaggerate the threat? Isn't Yellowstone a continent destroyer? And she says, no, the the seismic activity has been relatively stable for as long as I've been studying it. There's nothing to indicate anything is coming. She said, but the rumors persist and tourism is down to Yellowstone. Just keep that in mind. She did say that if she talked about Cascadia off the coast of Washington and British Columbia, those volcanoes are active. She said, if I talk about that, you get fired. She said she had a colleague that was fired over this. And I said, interesting. Okay, now jump over to Arizona where I live. Biden came in and nationalized the um, the Grand Canyon. It's going to have devastating effects on ranching and farming, which affects food supply. It also affects us from not being able to mine the biggest supply of uranium energy source, weapon source in the Grand Canyon. But what's interesting is the Grand Canyon is one of the biggest tourist destinations in the world. We've been to the Grand Canyon a number of times, and you always meet people from France or India or Germany, I mean, all over the place. And now that it's nationalized, they can start minimizing tourism. Yellowstone intent to minimize tourism. Look at what, what's Maui and Lahaina, huge tourist destination, right? Right. And now, no one's going to be visiting there in the near future. That's for darn sure. In fact, the, the government of Hawaii has actually come out and said, please don't, come, please don't come. Do you see the relationship between three vacation areas? 
Oh, absolutely. And you know, it's, it, you reminded me of something. I found a document for the city of Fort Collins in 2007 where, where they referred to us, the residents as lowly peasants. What? In a document? Well, they actually used they, that phrase? I actually found a document where they called us lowly peasants. And with that said, I mean, they were talking about this stuff back then. They, they, they want to eliminate everybody out of their cars. They want to eliminate any energy usage. They don't want you traveling that, especially by air. So this is, the, this is what they want and this is what they're going to try and do. It's interesting you'd say that because I've read about uh, sustainable cities and the C40 concept. There's a few areas there. Um, number one, they they will only allow you to fly in an airplane once every three years, and you can only go a maximum of 500 miles one way. Uh, that's one. The other thing uh, is that they'll limit you to buying three articles of clothing a year, um, and it's all in the name of being carbon neutral. And when I read that article on the Tucson website about their 15-minute city they passed, um, they they said very similar things. Um, they said, we have to be carbon neutral. Virginia, I want to just cover this for a second, because if I go outside and excuse my graphic example, but if I fart in the wind, I'm no longer carbon neutral. And I'm being very serious about this. Uh, right. Cow farts are the reason in Europe they're stealing farms from the farmers in places like the Netherlands. So there's no way you can be carbon neutral unless you're in the Stone Age. Right. Um, and carbon's, carbon's actually, it, it, it promotes plant growth. I mean, I, mm-hmm. you know, the whole thing, there was a scientist from CSU, uh, he's now dead, I think his name was Dr. Gray, and he said you could get rid of every car, every human being, and everything, and he said it would change the carbon, it, it, it wouldn't even register. So, you know, I mean, there's, there's, uh, you know, there's a, a lot of, you know, I, I keep saying that all this stuff needs to be debated and they're not allowing it to be debated. They're, they're basing everything on consensus now. And I'm sorry, but I'm one of these that science are about facts. So yeah. you give me those facts. Pretty much what I just said earlier in the, in the Correct. interview. Yeah. Um, we're going to do this in the name of climate change. Okay. So what's your data for the climate change emergency? What's your data that what you're doing will work? Well, if they can't even start with what the climate change emergency is and quantify it in scientific terms with proof, then your mitigations are, are meaningless. They, they're they not based on anything. Right. Wow. It, it, it's, it's, it, the, the whole thing's crazy. So I, I don't know if you know there, there's something called the CCC and that's the Copenhagen Consensus Center for Climate Change. So that tells you everything right there. What does it tell you? It basically everything's done by consensus. It's not it's not based on facts. Yeah, they did that in 1997 when they had their first global warming conference in Kyoto, Japan. They partied for 6 days and on the final day they had to go away with something and so they voted on whether man caused global warming. They voted. That's right. not science. Well, that's, that's what they're doing now. I mean, everything's based on it, you know. Um, and, you know, it's the UN and the World Economic Forum. They're, they're, you know, they're in charge of common core, race-based theory learning, all the LGBTQ stuff. I mean, it, this is what's, this is what's, um, in all of our schools. So not only are the kids being exposed to all this wireless, on top of it, they're, they're, they're not learning anything. So, you know, I, I really urge parents to homeschool your kids. Yeah, I agree. I've been saying that too. Mm-hmm. Um, very briefly here, ask you a question. Is there any evidence that 5G will have a sterilization generalized effect on children when they become biologically able to reproduce? Oh, absolutely. Um, there's something called phone gate alert. This is in international, Dave, and they found 42, you know, Cell phones are no, no longer manufactured here in the United States. So, mm-hmm. you know, China manufactures them. And they found 42 cell phones now that exceed FCC guidelines for exposure limits. 
So with that said, uh, yeah, and people are putting these things in their pockets and on their belts and in their, you know, uh, carrying them constantly in their hands. I mean, it's just, it's going to be devastating if people keep doing this. And I also found out that um, when they're testing for the safety of these phones, some of these phones have five antennas in them, and only one of those uh, antennas are being tested for uh, guideline exposures. So the rest are bringing in signals? Correct. Okay, that does make a lot of sense. Well, you notice the government's uh, what they honor. We have Pride Month. There's no pride in families raising children the right way. There's only pride in lifestyles that do not result in procreation. And what you're telling me here is there's another avenue of this. Procreation's being inhibited with 5G technology. Absolutely. This is all depopulation. Right. And if we don't get this stopped, this is how concerning this is. The FCC, um, Jessica Rosenworcel, um, not this spring, but last spring, uh, spoke at the Mobile World Congress. And the FCC is planning from anywhere from 7 to 15 gigahertz now. And I've heard from a lot of the experts that if we go to 9G, none of us will survive the 9G. So, you know... Um, uh, Dave, I, I'm just expecting the cancer rates to just completely just. They already are. They already are, but it's going to be, it's going to be one out of two. Myocarditis from the vaccines. Do you know of anything that links um, frequency modulation from 5G towers to the incidents? Well, I know, uh, I talked to a, a senator here in Colorado. This was a few years ago. And he realized after a while he was putting his cell phone in his shirt pocket and he was having breathing problems. And he said he figured out he took out the cell phone and all those went away. So absolutely it's all tied together. You know, they're, they're, you know, it's, it's not. It's, these things are just not good for you. And, you know, and I'm, I'm very concerned about the surveillance aspect of it too. And, you know, if people keep, you know, if you have to have a cell phone, I, I, I ask people just use them for emergencies only and, you know, try and do your banking. I know, I, I know that it's convenient to do it over your, uh, over your phone, but boy, you know, there's nothing like going into the bank and talking to people and, and, you know, just having that one-on-one experience and, you know, just, um, you know, try not to use these things as much as possible. Yeah. Well, they're debanking people like you and me. Oh, I know. It's, um, it's absolutely crazy. I know Dr. McCullough was debanked. In yes. fact, they didn't just debank him, Virginia. They debanked his family. And his employees, too, by the way, that banked with Chase. Mm-hmm. How's that not illegal? Uh, I We're just living in a system that's unconstitutional they they don't care about the bill of rights they don't they they don't care about any of this stuff anymore. We are being run through corporations now right All right, so in summary, we can say that we need to um, make sure that we do away with House bill. 3557. And there's one, there's one that you want to promote, right? Uh, yes. Um, actually, well, we're trying to get this through, through Blumenthal's office right now. Um, this is, it's called the Rich Barber Act. It's, it's, it's with my son's name on it. And, uh, this is to take, um, the FCC and I knew this, um, you know, this was uh, the the lawsuit was uh, the CHD Children's Health Defense versus the the FCC. But when we won the case in August, um, there were hearings before all this, and the FCC attorney said that the FCC is a spectrum allocation agency; they are not a health agency. So, in the meantime, they have found that the FDA is actually in charge of wireless devices and the health of the public. So this Rich Farver Act is to uh, get um, things switched from the FCC back over to the FDA. Okay. Well, let's hope it, let's hope it happens. Virginia, this has been very informative. I want to thank you very much for coming on. Uh, you're always such a good guest. And uh, keep fighting the good fight and letting us know 
because we're reaching oh, a critical, we're reaching a real critical point here. Right. Um, if we let CBDC come in and if we let these corresponding 5G towers, mini towers come into our front yards, we're all in a lot of trouble. Really? And God bless all those people in Maui. I mean, oof. Yeah, I hear you. Well, thanks for coming on, Virginia. And to everybody else, thank you for joining us. And we'll see you back here again next time. Thank you, Dave. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.